These recruiting battles between Miami and Florida continue to heat up. I know Florida wants Malik Bryant, but Malik came out this morning and shut it down. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Following recruiting day to day, especially in the NIL era, is not for the faint of heart. Agony, ecstasy, constant roller coaster of emotions. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, ever since uh, you know Jaden Rashada flipped from Miami to Florida, uh, the Gator fans and the Gator Collective they want basically all of Miami's commits. They want to flip everybody else. And somebody we've been tracking and monitoring and a little bit concerned about for the last several days is four-star linebacker Malik Bryant out of Orlando. Um, you know, because he and, he and Jaden Rashada are very close, but I will also remind people Malik Bryant and Edrin James are very close. EJ is a huge family friend of the Bryants. Uh, and if ever anyone was concerned, as I was, and, you know, some of you maybe still are because people always say it's not official till National Signing Day, but this is a pretty powerful tweet and a pretty powerful statement here by Malik Bryant, who tweeted out this morning, Monday, what is it, Tuesday, Tuesday morning. He says, come January, I will be a freshman at the University of Miami and practicing on Green Tree in no time. Oh, and by the way, my recruitment is 1,000% closed. Not 100% closed, 1,000% closed. When I'm playing on Saturdays, uh, Sundays, sorry, when I'm playing on Sundays, and I love that, It'll say, I graduated from the U, and he tags Coach Cristobal. How you love that. Now, let's bring in our very good friend who, man, this guy is busting his butt 24 hours a day covering recruiting. Canesinsight.com. Brad Tejeda joins us. Good morning, Brad. And I think we're all having a good morning after seeing Malik Bryant with a very powerful and personal statement like the one he made today. Alex, what's going on, man? Yeah, as always, man, it's always great talking uh, recruiting, especially Miami Hurricanes football with you, man. And yeah, the the journey the journey has uh, been a, quite a while now, and it seems like the past couple of weeks things have been heating up behind the scenes when it comes to this Florida Miami battle. It seems like on the football field, Florida State seems to be the clear favorite out of all three Florida schools, but off the football field. It's a Florida-Miami battle, and, I mean, you mentioned Jaden Rashada, Malik Bryant, Francis Mayagoa, Tommy Kinsler, the list goes on. There are tons of recruits that Miami has committed in this class that Florida has been nipping and nabbing on, and it, it seems like Rashada may be the only one they uh, end up getting. Okay, so, and again, I talked about it, and, and we read it there, and for those watching on YouTube, we flashed it on the screen as well, the Malik Bryant tweet. Uh, he says, Brad, it's 1000% shut down. I know that there are some Florida folks who say, no, he's just buying time. He's just got to say that. Uh, does this to you, does this shut the door on a possible Malik Bryant flip? Yeah, Alex, um, from everything I've been hearing the last week and a half or so, um, there were definitely, um, some smoke between the Malik Bryant and, and Florida 
uh, case, um, from everything I know, the Miami Hurricanes and the staff were doing pretty much anything and everything to make sure that he publicly uh, shut down his recruitment, similar to what you saw throughout the week this past week, where many of the Miami uh, commits that were potentially going to see Florida again this past weekend, um, you know, you had that kind of pre-made text that they kind of sent out and most of them tweeted out that, hey, we're going to be shutting it down. We are not going to be visiting Florida this weekend. Well, it seemed like this Malik Bryant thing was lagging over just a little bit longer than most people wanted. And it seemed like that final message, the tweet we just read, it was a little bit different than the other commits that we got. And I think it was for a reason. I think Mario Cristobal and the staff, they know what the Florida staff is trying to do to this commit class. And they wanted to put a final stamp on things and make it clear that the University of Miami has control of Florida when it comes to this recruiting trail. So back in the summer, uh, when Malik, I think it was in late July, when Malik Bryant initially announced his commitment to Miami, we did an episode about it here on Locked on Kane. So if you want to go through our archives, find that, rewatch it, I encourage you to. But I would love a refresher. Now with Brad Tejeda on with us, Brad, and, and Miami has some good ones already locked in or at least verbally committed at linebacker for this upcoming class. Popo Aguirre, who's also been really vocal about being fully committed to Miami, Bobby Washington in the class, Malik Bryant now doubling down on Miami. What kind of a player can Miami fans expect from Malik Bryant? Yeah, when, it, when you look at Malik Bryant's film, I mean, it, it's already a, lo a little tougher than most um, players to look at the film because the year he was at IMG, um, a lot of players that played at the IMG season, their, their huddle film, anything that you had to see as far as what you saw on tape, it was removed. Um, it, it's nowhere to be found. So the only tape you can really find of Malik Bryant is currently what he's doing over at Orlando Jones. Um, but when you look at his tape and what he brings to the table, he has a very great bendability. He is someone that, in my opinion, he's going to be used very dynamically at the University of Miami, similar to how Micah Parsons is being used at the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he's going to be a, a clear edge rusher for, for this team. He's got great bend, great awareness. I mean, this is one of the top linebackers in the nation. Um, and, you know, I believe you add someone like Malik Bryant with a Popo and a Bobby, you have solidified three linebackers that could complement each other very well. And I think in this day and age of recruiting, you always got to have backup plans, right? And I think Mario and the staff, they have done a very good job to where if something like this was to ever happen, um, they have built relationships with other guys. You know, another name that people have been throwing out is Miami Central Stanquan Clark, who recently visited Auburn with another Miami potential guy in Reuben Bain. So that was a name to look out for as well. But with Malik Bryant kind of solidifying things, I, I think this linebacker class is shirt up. Um, and I love what Malik Bryant brings to the table. And this is someone that Florida's been trying to go at, go after for a long time. Miami's been aware of this situation. Um, I know a, a few months back, you know, when Malik Bryant was pretty much on the cuffs of being a Miami Hurricane, uh, there were some times where he wanted to go visit uh, up here in, in Gainesville. And the staff pretty much gave him a small ultimatum like, hey, man, if, if you're going to stay locked in this class, we need you to do all the right things on social media and, and not play any games, you know, on, on a particular weekend trying to watch the Florida Gators there in Gainesville. And I think this past weekend was the final ultimatum where they kind of gave him, hey, this smoke that we're hearing of you and potential guys possibly going to Gainesville this past weekend or even in the future, we need to nip this in the bud right here, right now. And that's what you saw. And it, it's a very good sign because I think what you're going to see in the next couple of weeks is a lot of this fake smoke that you're seeing from other schools with articles pegging certain big time uh, recruits. 
I think that stuff is going to get cleared in the air very quickly, and it's going to come down to relationships. And I think that's where this staff propels himself. Very well said. And by the way, you said something perfectly earlier when you talk about you know, the big three in Florida. Florida State, far and away, has been the best on the field. You know, we'll see what happens when they play Florida. But they've looked the best on the field. But off the field, it's been hot between Miami and Florida. The battles have been absolutely hot. And uh, you know, our, our pal Gabby Yerudia at Inside the U had a had a great report yesterday about the Florida Miami battles. And you know, he talked about names you mentioned, guys that Florida wants, right? Florida wants Malik Bryant, they want Maui Goa, they want Cormani McLean, they want Tommy Kinsler, who are verbal commits. But there are, according to Gabby, two and only two players on the Florida commitment list that Miami does like. And there is some talk about them potentially making visits. A couple of cornerbacks, uh, Sharif Denson and Jakeem Jackson. Uh, now, to be fair, I think, if I'm not mistaken, you may know better than me, but I think both of them have recently like kind of tweeted reinforced commitments to Florida. Uh, but do you think there could be any smoke there between Miami and players like that? Yeah, Alex. I mean, what you're seeing in these last couple of weeks, it's just not the University of Miami. Um, and unfortunately, other fan bases, they care more about our program right now when it comes to recruiting. So you're going to see other fan base kind of use it to their advantage. But yeah. when you look at the overall spectrum and, and this time of the year when it comes to recruiting, every staff are, are going to do their due diligence and do the things that they need to do to make sure that they lock up and ensure the guys that are already committed in this class so they can put more time into the other guys that they're potentially wanting to flip or guys in general that are uncommitted. So Florida's doing their thing as well uh, as far as sending out that that message to have guys locked down and ensure their visits. Um, but yes, with those two in particular, who you mentioned with Sharif Denson, um, this is a kid out of Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I believe... At, out of the two of Jakeen Jackson and, and Sharif Denson, I would say Miami has a better chance of flipping Jakeen Jackson. Um, this is a young man who is from Kissimmee, Florida, Osceola High School. Um, he is one of the top corners, in my opinion, not only in the state of Florida, but in, and across the nation. Um, he's anywhere rated between 11 and 16 in the nation if you go based off 24-7. Um, he's got ton of sec schools offering him but that's the guy that's gonna that you're gonna want to look out for he runs a 10-9 in the 100 so when you talk about length and speed that is exactly what uh coach Adai and coach demarcus van dyke is looking for in this cornerback room and as we know you turn on the tape as far as any cornerback at miami right now in the last few weeks we have four-year five-year seniors on this team that are still not able to execute when the things need to be done so you're gonna have to fill in that that position group very quickly i think between the recruiting class and possibly a couple guys in the transfer portal you're going to see that um here very shortly and by the way we're going to talk about some transfer portal possibilities when we come back here with brad tejeda because there is a soon to be former oregon player seven mcgee running back athlete who he was spotted on campus at miami so we're going to talk about him i also i want to talk about samuel mapemba Five-star edge rusher out of IMG Academy. He's released his top four. Miami is among them. Do we have a shot? I also want to talk a little bit about Samson Okunlola, maybe some about Reuben Bain, Damari Brown. We have so much to get to here on this episode of Locked on Kane, so keep it locked. Guys, if you've thought about securing your home with home security, but you've been putting it off, you're going to want to listen up because right now, Locked on Canes listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. Guys, I've been a Simply Safe customer 
it's like I had life before Simply Safe and now life after Simply Safe. And to be frank, I feel simply safe. And I love the fact that I can monitor my home 24 hours a day by looking at the feed from my HD security cameras right on my smartphone. It's it, it's like living in the 22nd century. And you've got the high-tech sensors. Guys, your home is so safe with Simply Safe. It was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report for the third year in a row. In an emergency, 24/7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Do not miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/lockedoncollege. This is their biggest discount of the year so do not wait. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Brad Tejeda from Canes Insight joins us. We're talking some recruiting here. Uh, so, okay, Brad, Miami makes the top four. And I wonder if this is going to be kind of where it ends here. Uh, but maybe you can talk some optimism in, into me. But Samuel Mapemba, he is an IMG Academy guy, which gives me a little hope five-star edge rusher he's included Miami in his top four finalists for I believe a December 5th announcement Miami is there along with Georgia Tennessee and Florida now Georgia has been considered the favorite here Brad how do you think this one plays out yeah I think with Samuel and Pimba I mean as you mentioned the IMG to the U pipeline it seems to be going in the right direction for Miami, not only for the 2023 guys from IMG, but even moving forward um, for the 2024 guys. We're starting to to build a very good relationship with most of those guys. And when it comes to relationship, this is one of the top recruits still left on the board. And that is a word that is not taken lightly when it comes to Samuel and Pimba and this Miami Hurricane staff. Relationship is something that he has seen from Mario Cristobal and the staff from the beginning. And I think that is what is going to propel Miami to possibly be at least in the top two for Samuel and Pimba. This is someone who just announced that he's going to be making his commitment, I believe, on December 4th with Georgia, Miami, Florida, and Tennessee as your top four. Like I mentioned, the relationship he has built with the staff has not wavered not one bit, and I believe he is going to have his last visit before making an announcement on his commitment with the University of Miami on November 26th for the Pittsburgh game. So that's going to be something to look out for. Um, It's still a couple weeks away. The closer we get to that official visit date for Samuel and Pimba, I think that's when you're going to start seeing how much of a focus and a key he is for this program. And if we really do have a shot, um, there could be things where they could shake up and you may not even see Samuel and Pimba uh, visit Miami in the next couple of weeks. Right. And, and let me that. add something. Let me add some of that real quick, because you're, you're a thousand percent right, because folks have to remember that um, you only are allowed to. And this doesn't just go for players. It goes for teams. You can only have so many guys in. For official visits there there's a cap on that so like you said brad if something in the next week and a half makes miami feel like they have zero chance they could cancel that visit however i will say when it comes to a guy like coach cristobal if you have even a one percent chance he probably feels like he could turn one into 100 with one visit yeah absolutely and i mean between samuel and pimba damon wilson my uh you got anthony hill david hicks i mean you got a bunch of 
high caliber guys still left on the board that Miami has done a very good job at, at keeping that relationship. Um, but yeah, I mean, in this, in this spot of where recruiting's going, especially with the NIL, you have to have all hands on deck, not only when it comes to recruits, but also for the transfer portal. So I think what you're seeing with this staff and having a head coach like Mario Cristobal, who this is a very familiar spot to him, while other programs are very keyed on trying to solidify this 2023 class, I think Mario has already pegged who he wants left, and you're going to be seeing them already on top of a lot of targets for that transfer portal. Um, mm. Guys that have not put their name on, on the board yet. I, I believe Mike Farrell, you know, put out a cryptic tweet the other day saying, hey, in this day and age, you're going to start seeing a lot of big names in the transfer portal, and they already kind of know where their destinations are going to be. So it's going to be up to coaching staffs to already have that one leg up and be one step ahead. And I think that's where you're going to see Mario Cristobal and this staff perform very well. So we'll see how it plays out with Mapemba. Now you mentioned transfer portal, Brad. That's the perfect segue because uh, so Oregon running back seven McGee about 10 days ago, he hit the portal and then within what I think within the last day uh, on his social media, we see he's, on campus recently this week at the University of Miami. I would presume that's for a visit. And obviously when you're talking about an Oregon guy and Mario Cristobal, there's always going to be some smoke there. Uh, tell me about Seven McGee and do you think he ends up being a cane? Yeah, first and foremost with Seven McGee, this is a, a dynamic player that, that obviously was at Oregon. He didn't get much playing time, but this is someone that as soon as Mario Cristobal got the job at Miami before the season started, Seven McGee was already kind of tempted to possibly join Mario Cristobal and follow him into the transfer portal. Um, He decided to stay, waited out this whole year. Things didn't go his way, and now he's officially in the transfer portal Um, from everything I, I've been told. Yeah. And like you mentioned, man, when it comes to NIL recruiting and guys in the transfer portal – at times you want to be very sneaky and very descriptive on, on kind of how you want to show your cards, especially with, with the transfer portal. But this is a guy in particular that I think Mario Cristobal has built a great relationship in, in prior years, obviously at Oregon to where he feels very confident that this is going to be a guy that could possibly help this program. Um, he was recently on campus yesterday, as you mentioned, he, he put out the post of on Instagram, social media. So I, I believe that, you know, I don't think Seven McGee is shy about showing, you know, where he currently is at. And I don't think the staff is quite frankly worried about if any other program wants Seven McGee. But I think when you, when you watch Josh Gaddis' most recent interview um, the past couple of days, he was very key on having a guy like Rashard Smith and Xavier Restrepo on the field at the same time yeah. because the di the dynamic of they – what they bring to the table and having those guys have the football in their hands at all time. When you put on seven McGee's tape, he's another guy that kind of fits that mold. You know, a, a name you want to bring up a couple of years ago, a Jeff Thomas like guy who is very twitchy, who could get the ball in space. This is a young man that could play running back. He could play slot wide receiver. He could play kick returner. So this is going to be someone that is very diverse. He could bring a lot to the table. Um, I think this could also be another option if you don't land a, a young man like Christopher Johnson Jr. out of Miami Dillard, who seems like he could possibly be going to Ole Miss, but we'll know more next weekend um, when he visits Miami again. But if you don't land a guy like Christopher Johnson Jr., you lose maybe one or two guys off your running back room in the transfer portal, and you still don't have a dynamic returner on your football team, I think this is a very good opportunity for Seven McGee that could knock out a few of those things all at once here at Miami. So I, I want to get a follow-up in there on Christopher Johnson. And we did say, I, I think, uh, as long ago as September 
late August uh, on this show that we believe Chris Johnson was really uh, that Miami and Ole Miss were the top two for him. So, so what what are you hearing? Because you make you make it sound like Miami could miss out on this player to Ole Miss. What's the latest? Yeah, so um, Christopher Johnson Jr. He recently visited Ole Miss this past weekend, and from everything I've been hearing, um, he was pretty tempted on uh, making that commitment. Uh, I, I know the staff over at Ole Miss pretty much wanted him to to kind of go on social media and lock things down and make it public. Um, but from people in Chris Johnson's corner, they kind of told him, hey, hold off a little bit. You know, you know where home is. We, we, we would like to see you play a little bit closer. And I think Miami's going to have one final shot and one opportunity, one more opportunity uh, to kind of see where things go with Christopher Johnson Jr. But again, I mean, credit to the staff. It seems like they're already one step ahead of things to where they already have a plan B, a plan C and a plan D. Um, so that's something that you really like to see because you're not used to that from the prior staff. But I think all in all, um, as of right now, Christopher Johnson Jr., possibly to Ole Miss, mm-hmm. but he will be uh, seeing Miami again uh, this next coming week. So that that would be, uh, if that transpires, even if Miami can pull in a guy like McGee or somebody else in the portal, that's a little disheartening, right? Because they've already missed some running backs uh, in the 2023 class. And I say miss, you know, always in air quotes. Let me be like our guy, Brandon, from Locked on Gators. Air quotes, we missed on some guys in this class, uh, Miami doesn't currently having a running uh, a running back committed. So th- that's got to be a huge area of focus for the staff, right? Yes, absolutely, Alex. Brad Tejeda is with us. We got more names to talk about when we come back. Uh, I want to talk about the Pancake Honcho, Samson Okunlola. I want to talk about you know a current Florida State player who may be hitting the portal. Could he be on Miami's radar? Uh, that and more coming up here on Locked on Canes right after we talk about the great folks at BetOnline. BetOnline is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer to esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. We've talked about Miami's number, plus 19.5. Canes are almost 20-point dogs against Clemson this week. If you love sports podcasts, you can find all those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get in on your betting fix. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Brad Tejeda from canesinsight.com is with us here on Locked on Canes. Uh, so, all right. Pancake Honcho. He he keeps hinting at things. And I think I think Okunlola, the five-star offensive tackle out of Thayer, academy in massachusetts i think his next actual announcement is probably going to be a top three or a top five if that happens this month because he said brad uh that his timeline to actually announce his commitment is going to be december so we're looking right around first national signing day uh where does miami stand with the pancake honcho yeah when it comes to samson this is a very smart intelligent young man and i mean he brings a lot to the table not only on the football field but with the nil and what he's doing as far as creating his own brand um he's very strategic on how he moves as far as the recruiting aspect and this is a guy that you know he could go to anywhere in the country and be that guy so i don't think he has any rush but as of right now it seems like the university of miami is still the leader for Samson. Um, you talk about that R word always in recruiting, and that's relationships. This is another young man that, you know, it seems he's saying all the right things when it comes to the University of Miami. And this is a guy that has played, you know, on Saturdays uh, in high school. So him being able to take visits is something that is very tough for him. And now that his season is over, uh, his team unfortunately did not make the playoffs. These next couple weeks is going to be very 
intense as far as looking at the recruiting aspect for a guy like Sampson. He's already visited Miami once. Um, there were some fake smoke about Sampson uh, visiting Gainesville this past weekend, which was definitely not true. Um, so in the next couple of weeks, you should start to see more uh, of what Sampson wants to do. But as of right now, I would expect him to drop a top five in the next few days with Miami, Ohio State, Florida, Michigan State, and Alabama being the mm. five schools. Um, if I had to say right now, I would say Miami's your leader with Ohio State and Florida uh, trending right behind them. Florida ha- seems to be gaining a little bit of traction when it comes to Samson from everything I've heard on the Florida side. Um, Florida is trying to get some of the guys that we're going after as well, whether that's Samson, Samuel and Pape, um, or a couple of these other guys too. So as of right now, Samson Okanola is looking real good for Miami. Um, but yeah, it's still a couple more weeks away. But this is going to be a guy where if you could solidify him in this class, you got the two top tackles in the 2023 class with him and Francis. Is there anything new with Ruben Bain? Because I know I know my listeners will kill me if I go, you know, a whole 30 minutes without asking you about Hurricane Bain. Uh, nothing, nothing new, man. Um, I mean, he was, uh, he was in Auburn this past weekend and, you know, Auburn had that big win. Um, him and Stanquan Clark were both in attendance. Um, so I, I believe Auburn definitely, you know, is kicking the tires a little bit and giving them a little bit to think about, you know, NIL is definitely a factor. Um, so I know some other schools are kind of throwing some other stuff his way, but I think at the end of the day, man, this is going to be one of those recruitments where it's always where the heart is. And I think, uh, I think Ruben Bain, as you mentioned, his middle name's Hurricane. Um, he's got he's got a lot of family um, a lot of tradition goes into this University of Miami program and if there is one recruit um, in the 2023 class that has visited Miami the most whether it's official unofficial just going to see the campus it's Reuben Bain um, so I think that's one guy that Miami has has been very confident in from the jump um, and, and I expect him to be a hurricane when it's all said and done in Miami Last one I want to ask you about is a uh, a potential portal guy, okay? Potential, right? Because so, and we were talking a little bit off air about this this player, so let's talk about it on air. So, Florida State defensive back Sam McCall uh, had announced a, his plan to enter the portal, but then he seemingly walked it back, and I think was back in practice the following day. So, what's going on there? Do you think McCall is going to end up in the portal, sticking with Florida State? And uh, it seems like. Miami is going to be all over him if he does enter that portal. Yeah, you know, when you talk about portal talk, I mentioned it uh, just slightly with the Seven McGee thing. But in certain situations, when it comes to guys entering the transfer portal, sometimes you want to be a little sneaky and a little bit discreet on how you move with things. I think with this Sam McCall situation, this could be something particular like that. Um, When he first came out with the frustration after that Florida State win, out of all things, of him getting in that transfer portal and taking that note down, I think there were a lot of people that have already been watching closely with that situation. Um, I think Miami has already done their due diligence, has already built a relationship there. Um, I think this is one to watch for the next couple weeks. This is another guy that has not been shy about going on social media and showing love, not only to the University of Miami, but to his former Lake Gibson high school teammate, Cormani McLean, who recently committed to Miami as well. Um, This was rated the fourth best safety in the class of 2021. His size, his range, his athleticism ability. um, This is going to be someone, you know, you watch the flashes of what someone like James Williams brings to the table for this Miami Hurricanes program. I think uh, adding another guy like Sam McCall, who's got that range, could definitely um, put up some competition when it comes to that safety room. I I wouldn't be surprised if Miami definitely starts to uh, put – 
put on a little bit more pressure to seeing where Sam McCall wants to go. But um, besides Sam, another name I'll throw out just, you know, just to say it. I mean, it, it, there's still a long ways away. I don't want to get anybody's hopes up. But the name I'm going to look out for is DeCarlo C.J. Donaldson over at West Virginia. Um, this is a Gulliver Prep native straight out of Miami. Um, you look at West Virginia's team right now. This is a this is a, a team where their head coach Neil Brown possibly could be getting fired um, here at at the end of the season. So that's going to be a program to watch. Um, and I know DeCarlo Donaldson, along with some coaches on staff, have a very good relationship. He has eight touchdowns and 526 rushing yards. You know he's listed as that H back running back tight end situation. And uh, moving forward, you know what Miami and Mario is trying to do on that offensive side of the ball. They want to have those Swiss Army knife type of guys that could line up in the backfield, line up at tight end, line up and catch swing passes. And you got to be built different when it comes to being a Miami Hurricane, you know, moving forward. Uh, You know, you see on social media these days, there's a lot of parents, you know, that that aren't you. They're they're not used to what the the curriculum of being a Miami Hurricane now is a lot different than what it was, you know, the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years. So it's going to take some change. And unfortunately, with change is going to come people leaving and people adding in. Um, and when you look at this roster, just just on fourth year juniors and up, Dono, you have 36 to 40 guys that could potentially have the ability to lead this program, wow. whether that's already graduating, hitting the transfer portal or simply having no more time left to play college football. So just that alone, you're going to look at, you know, a good chunk of players possibly leaving. So you're going to have to bring in as many guys as possible. And well, great stuff as always follow this man on Twitter at Tejeda Brad, Brad, I can't thank you enough, my friend for, for all the info and for all the great conversations, have a wonderful rest of your day. Anytime brother, you have a great day, man. And go Canes. Brad Tejeda, absolute stud. Guys, thank you for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. For your next listen, check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you again tomorrow on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.